Now here's Nushin Gambari's prize-winning short story from the Texas Book Festival. To the best of his knowledge, Avery Langston is dead. I want to hear you say it, Jenna. Avery Langston is dead, she murmured softly, almost unwillingly, glancing at her reflection in the fog-steamed mirror. As the glass slowly cleared, a mousy brown-haired woman with a sharply curved nose, thin pale lips, and dark bags under gray-green eyes became visible. Jenna didn't recognize the woman at all. She let out a small sigh, loud enough for her companion on the phone to hear. Stop grieving, Jen. It won't do any good for you. Oh, yeah? Jenna wanted to scream. How would you feel if you had to hide from one of the most dangerous men in the country? How would you feel if you had to give up the life you knew and loved, friends, family, and everything else? Not just once, but five times. However, she settled with, I know, Emily. I know. Do you really? Emily's voice continued to prod from the other side of the phone. He's gone. Asher won't hurt you any longer. Asher. The sheer name sent chills running down Jenna's spine. Asher Jameson was one of the most notorious arms dealers in the nation and was, therefore, on the top of the CIA's most wanted list. Unbeknownst to him, he had been a pawn in an undercover operation run by the State Department. His psychological profile insinuated two things. One, Asher was extremely narcissistic. In his eyes, he was incomparable. In his eyes, he was perfection. Two, he had trust issues. He never let anyone into his life. Never. Which is why it came as a surprise when, over the course of the operation, he fell in love with a gorgeous, woody brunette with a heart-stopping smile. That brunette's name had been Avery Langston. With her charm and natural beauty, Avery won his heart in a matter of weeks. As a result, she had been able to find crucial information that the State Department needed to arrest him and his men. The operation had run smoothly, for the most part. The arrests had been successful, no blood had been shed, and everyone was safe. But that was the past. Safety was a luxury, a fact that Jenna learned soon enough when Emily Marshall, a fellow agent and confidant of hers, had called with some unsettling news. Asher Jameson escaped from prison, Emily had announced grimly, a mere hour early. It had knocked Jenna's calm little world off its axis, introducing chaos into her life once more. Is he after me? The question had been inev inevitable, expected, as had been the response. Well, it's, it's too early to assume, but don't sugarcoat it, Em. There was a pause. Yes. Yes, he is. And everything had gone downhill from there. Snapping out of her macabre reverie, Jenna turned back to, into her phone conversation. You only say he won't hurt me, but I know better than that. I'm not stupid. I made him think I was someone who really I'm not. I meddled in his life, broke his heart, and sent him to maximum security prison. Emily, we've both seen people killed for much less. You're forgetting one key element, Jen. Avery Langston is dead. But Jenna Woodruff isn't, she snapped. I don't want to die, Emily. With each one of these undercover operations, with each one of these new identities, a tiny bit of my true self disappears. How long will it be until I forget my real name? Until I lose myself in all of those lies? She was met with silence. Tell me, Jenna exclaimed, her voice breaking. I don't know, Emily whispered. I wish I could give you an answer. I can't take this anymore, Emily. I've already died five times. Once in a house fire, then in a bombing, suicide, drowning, and now a car accident. She took a heaving breath to study herself. Do you know how disconcerting it is to attend your own funeral? You hide amongst the trees as if you don't belong. But maybe that's just it. One would think that with each new identity I get a new beginning. But all I can focus on is the end. The end of yet another day, yet another year, another life. 
At that, her voice took on a chilling tone, not unlike the calm before a storm. I just want to be me. I just want to be Jenna. Not Kirsten, not Alicia, Olivia, Samantha, or Avery. Jenna. And that is who you are, Emily assured. I know that. Your friends and family know that. Most importantly, you know that. But she cleared her throat. My number one priority is your safety. And as much as I hate to say it, that, that means you can't be Jenna just yet. You have to be... Emily glanced at the personnel file in front of her. For now, you have to be Christy. Christy Washington. Jenna said nothing, just gazed into the mirror as a tear slowly made its way down the strange woman's cheek. It's just for a little while, Emily reiterated, trying in vain to find a way to console her friend. Once we find Asher, and I swear to you I will not stop until I do, and you're no longer in danger, I'm sure I could arrange something with a couple of the higher-ups to give you a year-long reprieve. Or, or retirement. That sounds good, Jenna thought. Okay, she said, just a bit too late. Her voice was barely audible. Okay? Yeah. Jenna let out a shuddering breath she didn't know she'd been holding before saying, Now tell me something about Christy. <clears throat> Jenna, now officially Christy Washington, let her head rest against the tinted glass windows of the train car she was resting in, her mind and heart racing in a way that was anything but healthy. A blurry figure of tired eyes, pursed lips, and curtains of straight dark hair peered back at her. Everything was so different. Jenna missed the way she had looked before, before everything. Long, cascading auburn curls, unusually dark eyes, a smile that could bring any man to his knees. Now who was she? Christy was a nobody. Her loved ones were nothing but mirages, her job non-existent, her heart. What heart? Neither Christy, Avery, nor the others were allowed to show emotions to become attached. Nonetheless, it happened each time. Jenna covered her face with her gun course hands. When would it end? Would it ever end? What if their mission failed and Ashard lived? What if he escaped yet again? He had done it before. He could surely do it once more. And he would. Jenna could just feel it. Shaking her head to clear it, she fought to rid herself of the feeling of dread creeping under her skin. Marseille, she thought. I'm going to Marseille. Having already arrived at Paris mere hours before, Jenna willed herself to get into character. It was as if she was an actress receiving a new role, except actresses could rip a script in half and walk away. Actresses got paid more. Actresses didn't... Jenna stopped, closing her eyes as she backtracked. Something about walking away. Then it hit her. She could walk away, too. Her near-hardened heart did a flip. What if she didn't go to Marseille? Emily and the others wouldn't know. Asher was so dangerous that they couldn't even risk any surveillance. The more and more Jenna thought of it, the less impractical it seemed. The fact that there were too many flaws in the plan didn't, to count didn't register. She wouldn't dare admit it under torture, but five undercover operations, losing five lives, had made her reckless. And walking away just sounded so good. Her gaze traveled to the speed-blurred Parisian countryside. Marseille was the next stop. In less than five minutes, she would be faced with yet another life-altering decision. She wouldn't get another chance after this. It was do or die. It was... Jenna's tirade of thoughts was interrupted by a cheery voice on the PA system. Ladies and gentlemen, we are now arriving at Marseille. I repeat, we are now arriving at Marseille. Please file out in an orderly fashion, and most of all, have a wonderful day. Jenna didn't move. Noises from the hallway drifted into her car, but all she could hear was her heart beating loudly in her ears. All she could feel was the adrenaline coursing through her veins and the unshakable feeling that she was being watched. Then, like in a dream, everything immediately flooded back. 
children laughing, an old man speaking in flawless French, a group of students discussing entrance exam, and a voice above all others, a voice saying, Avery, a voice calling out, calling out to her, Avery. Jenna, once Avery Langston, glanced up to the doorway, and against her own volition, a gasp was torn from her throat. A man with perfect blonde hair and the physique of a model stood there, his piercing blue eyes seemingly boring into her soul. Avery, he repeated for what seemed to be the hundredth time. Asher, she managed. I knew you'd be here, she heard him leer in an almost disembodied voice. I've been watching you. You thought you could escape, didn't you? Didn't you, Jenna? Her real name rang loudly in her ears. Her breathing became shallow. You thought you could escape. Asher barked out a mirthless laugh. You coward. The next thing she knew, he was right in front of her, beside her, behind her. She was screaming, and, and all went black. She knew it was morbid, but, but try as she might, she couldn't stay away. She needed this last glimp, glimpse of her old life, her old lives. Hidden behind a copse of elms, she knew she was invisible. She could watch in peace without fear of having her carefully prepared cover blown. It was a beautiful autumn day. Sunshine peeked through wisps of cotton-soft clouds, and a warm breeze touched her skin in an almost imperceptible embrace. It was a pity her friends were spending such a gorgeous afternoon in this way. Completely unavoidable, but a shame nonetheless. <clears throat> Jenna felt her heart twist as Emily moved to stand before the ominously beautiful marble gray casket, a perfect red rose in her grasp. Fragmented phrases from the eulogy, her eulogy, reached her ears. A beautiful soul, unparalleled strength, so much compassion, love, death. Jenna flinched at the word, despite the number of times she had heard it in the very same context. Wearing her lip as the service ended in what seemed like hours later, Emily released the single bloom from her fingers, its thorns slipping against the polished, gleaming surface. God, she thought wearily, Jenna's actually gone. Emily ran a hand through her wind-blown hair. For how many agents had she stood in this, in just this position and mourned? How many caskets had she carried to that final resting place? How many more times before it was she inside that marble enclosure? Willing away the thoughts, Emily whispered a final prayer, letting the wind carry it away. Her own words from the eulogy came back to haunt her. If Jenna were with us today, she would ask us not to mourn her death, but to celebrate her life. What life? Yes, Jenna had finally succeeded in bringing down Asher. She had won, but she hadn't lived to enjoy her victory. I'm so sorry. And turning her back on the corpse of her friend, she walked away with a heavy sadness in her steps. Unbeknownst to Emily, Jenna lifted her hand in a silent farewell before disappearing into the trees with a fiery flash of auburn. She was finally free. <laughs>